doing? Welcome to the Making Leader Moves podcast, the show that brings powerhouse Latinas together to discuss the challenges of our comunidades that we are facing and the moves they took to prioritize joy in their careers. My name is Giovanna Rosales, your co-host, and I am here with our other host, Paulette Piñero. Hey! All right. So today we have a special show for you. Making Vider Moves is all about breaking up with perfectionism, accepting and embracing our Latinidad, being our best selves, and a lot of learning and unlearning. In the spirit of these values, today's episode is all about getting to know us, myself, as well as Paulette. Um, as mentioned, I am Giovanna Rosales. I was born in Houston, but raised in Chicago from un papá salvadoreño y una mamá ecuatoriana. I am a serial entrepreneur and business owner. And badass. <laughs> and badass. I specialize in community building, where I help build, maintain, and retain communities online. I am also an entrepreneur consultant, as well as have a small merchandise biz. So whatever you need, I am here for you. She and without, does it all. I do it all. I'm, an, I'm a one-stop shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And without further ado, um, it is my pleasure and my great honor, Imi Bendición, to present Paulette Piñero. Paulette, take it away. Yay! So my name is Paulette Piñero. Yo soy Boricua, born and raised in Puerto Rico, and now kind of like adopted in Massachusetts. We have Suna Boricua La Luna. There's a song that we love in Puerto Rico. It's se llama Boricua en la Luna. And it says, yo sería borincano que naciera en la luna. Well, I was born in Puerto Rico, but now I live in la luna. I'm going to have to YouTube this. Uh, this yes, it, okay. it, it makes me cry, so I can't talk about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Isla I, love, Isla love. Yes, I'm a mom of two, a high schooler. <laughs> I can say it. And a fourth grader. My kids are Alex and Sofia. And I'm also a management consultant and leadership coach. And what is my why? Well, I am on a mission to get Latinas the job, business, and pay they want through transformational content, personalized coaching, and strategy consulting in order to create a world where leadership is diverse, purpose-driven, and joyful. And like Giovanna, I'm also an entrepreneur, and I have a business called Lead Media LLC, which is a boutique management and strategy consulting firm. So now that you know us a little bit better, let's get started. Today for our first episode, we are playing 21 questions and not the 50 cent song. <laughs> <laughs> we have questions submitted by our members of our Making Leader Moves online community. Go ahead and join the community on Facebook, Making Leader Moves, and whatever questions we found on Google. We have no idea what questions we're asking each other, so here it goes. I'll ask the first question, Giovanna. I'm a, I'm a little ner I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, how personal and how deep are we getting? Uh, however <laughs> comfortable you feel. This is a great thing about not having to report to work. Love it. Um, you know, so <laughs> you can go as deep as you can go. Um, if you could be born again with the same knowledge you have now, what would you do differently? What would I do differently? Maybe, maybe skip all of high school. <laughs> really? Why? You know what? Like, it's funny because I think like people like love high school, right? Like they have all these like amazing memories, like it's where they became themselves. And for me, I ended up going to a high school that was predominantly white and it was a Catholic all girls school. Mm -hmm. Um, So my mom, right? Like my mom did it for me to like have exposure into the real world. And like, no, like I love her for that. It was great. But like, all of these like memories of like people have like with their friendships, your amistades, y todo eso. Yo nunca lo tuve porque you know because your friends are your family at least mm -hmm. in right at least like in, in my Latin like that's what Latinidad is to me. And so like I hung out with my cousins in high school. Like we were friends. Éramos pana. So I don't like it's it's not that like that aha moment that everyone has in their life. So I'm like okay, we could skip that. We have the knowledge. Like let's just go straight to business um let's just let's just get it done yeah i know that catholic school 
hashtag life. <laughs> y eso que yo estaba en una escuela católica desde kindergarten. So Same here. I still remember what I wore my first day of college. Like I have it embedded in my head because that was the first time I'd never had to wear a uniform. Two inches below the knee, girl. I know that. I went to Catholic uh, private school my whole life. And I still to this day, Giovanna, have nightmares of me waking up late and not finding my uniform. No. Well, I had the blessing of my dad. He, he His job was on the way. So he would take me every morning. So, girl, I was there at like 7.15 and we wouldn't start <laughs> class at like 8.05. So he used to take me and I literally used to have a pillow and a blanket. He used to have a truck at, at that time. And I used to sleep in the back of the truck. Oh, my God. My so cute. Blanket and my pillow. And he was like. En serio, niña, te estoy llevando a, a, a la escuela. Like, yo estoy pagando mi gas la escuela y aquí estás durmiendo. No jodas. And I'm like, I love you too, Dad. Thank you. Okay, yeah. see you later. I have nightmares of not finding my uniform. Oh, no. Or that, oh, I don't know how to say it in English. Las tabletas, you know, that the skirt, the, the fold of the skirt. Oh, no. Mine wasn't no, like that. Was an iron out. And... I, our nun, like our principal, would lose it. Like, you have to be, like, mm. on point. So, I don't have nightmares about my uniform. And like, me and Laura see tanto, thank God. No, thank God. They, our nun, our principal, Sister Nildred, I love you. She's, you know, always and forever grateful. Um, go Tigers. Uh, but... <laughs> But she she had a ruler, and she'll get, catch you in the hallways. You had to have your skirt two inches below the knee. I know. And if not, like the, she will call your parents, and they will have to pick you up. I okay. I I always had it three inches. Por si acaso, porque uno nunca sabe. Uh huh. Like, yo era cuerita en otra cosa, but like not in my skirt. I did not play with that uniform. <laughs> Ours wasn't, like, ours wasn't that bad. They said, I think it was, like, you can have it right above the knee. But, obviously, like, we all used to roll up our skirts. And even more when we got on the bus, right? Because we used to take, I used to take the public bus. I didn't take um, the, like, the yellow school bus. I had to take, like, the actual bus bus. And so, yeah, like, I used to hijack my skirt hard. Um, <laughs> I think my mom might have caught me one time. Can sabe? <laughs> oh, oh, we should definitely have a whole episode of just, like, Catholic like the Catholic school drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. And yes. like the PTSD that we kind of low key have from it. Yeah. Yeah. I love okay. it. <laughs> so my question is going to be, it's going to be a little more steady. just because I want people to understand, right. That we're entrepreneurs and we're business owners. Um, what made you decide to become a business owner and leave corporate? Cause you were in corporate for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 15 years. I, I did my time. In the nonprofit world for 15 years. Um, what name it is? Well, it was a kind of like the perfect storm between burnout, um, money, and trying to do something different for my life. Um, with burnout, it was you know I I've always I thought that working in the nonprofit field, like working for mission-driven or impact-driven organizations meant that I was leaving my purpose. And I, I loved what I, what I worked on. I worked in human services and education for 15 years and I loved what I did. I was able to travel, launch program, build strategic plans. Like I was working policy. I was doing so much good work, but what I really wanted to do was two things, right? The first one was being able to do that with more organizations mm -hmm. um, and organizations that really wanted to do the work, mm -hmm. not just organizations that were following the funding. I was tired of that. I, I'm, uh, whew, I was tired of or that. Or who say that they're down for the help, but are not actually down to do the work. Mm -hmm. We can have another. We can Yes, I'll put it in the list. Um, <laughs> but the other piece of it was, I wanted to do more of what excited me the most, which was 
the management piece of it, you know, mm-hmm. building my building teams, um, succession planning. I always said like I, I got a promotion and I was already looking for my replacement. Mm-hmm. I was part of the diversity, equity and inclusion um, committees and councils. So anything that had to do around leadership, whether it was hiring, um, mentoring, everything that was with a anti-racist framework, because that's the other thing, that's what excited me the most. And I wanted to do that more. And back like two years before I launched my business, I went full-time entrepreneur last year in 2020, but what I had built this business plan in 2018 and I kept like adding stuff Mm -hmm. and I had changed jobs and I thought you know I have the salary and I have the title like finally got it and I still felt like it wasn't enough um and for me the answer was entrepreneurship and I love it but also I was missing so much time with my kids mm-hmm. that, you know, my mom always, my mom was a single mom. She always had three or four jobs. Um, and not, you know, not only being, I, I didn't have, my husband and I don't have family close by. He has his sisters close by, but like it's like an hour drive. Oh, so that's still not like down the mm-hmm. street. Yeah. Down the street. Like not having family. It's just the four of us. Very supportive friend group. But it was not having family or friends. The one hour commute to Boston every day. We were missing so much. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be there for my kids. So I had like the burnout, the guilt, and this space of and pain so much between travel and after school time. And I think that sometimes that we don't think about that. Mm-hmm. We don't think about the cost of all of that, the little yeah. things that add up. And then this like piece of me that said like you can do impact driven, mission driven work for yourself, kind of like brought it together, and that's how Lead Media came to be. And and I, I wish I would have done it sooner. I wish I would have stopped thinking that like this can happen when I retire. But here we are, and I love it, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Hell yeah. Well, congratulations for you to take for taking that leap of bravery, because it's not just bravery for your family. It's bravery for yourself, because mm-hmm. you're taking a gamble on yourself. And I mean, me and you talk about entrepreneurship almost on a daily basis, even mm-hmm. if it's just through a meme or a gif, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's a hard road. Sometimes it can get lonely. But the fact that you were brave enough to redeem the joy that you had been missing in your life it's fun that's a quote right there quote it let's make it a (laughs) t-shirt um um like that that that's a lot that's very courageous for you and I applaud you for that because there's still some people out here that that want to take that leap but they're just so hesitant and Mm -hmm. it takes a while to to find that bravery within yourself so Mm -hmm. congratulations to you okay so question for you um, what is the thing that most people think about you that is actually not true? Hmm. hmm. I think people really, I, I, I always find it, um, it's like such an enigma to me because people are always like, oh, you're so chill or you're so like calm, cool and collective. And I'm like, who, where is she? Is me gemela? Like where? Let me know because I'm always on anxiety <laughs> mode. Minimum at a four, right? Like I wake up already with anxiety. <laughs> so the fact that people think I'm chill, calm, and collective, um, it, it, it's still mind-boggling to me. I think it's insane. Um, I, I, and I don't know where that comes from. Like, I honestly don't know. Um, because even the people who know, like, who really, really deep down know me at times still say that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just had a meltdown with you. Full-blown tears. But it's a chill meltdown, Joanna. What are you talking about? You're, like, so chill. You are chill. That's the thing. That's you, too. See, like, you're one of the test. Like, you're one of these people that I'm, like, testifying that I'm chilling. I'm like. But the anxiety girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yes, that's, I think I, that's mine for sure. Okay, my question for you. What is your biggest deal breaker in a relationship? Ooh, any type of relationship? You know what? Let's narrow it down because we were just talking about friendship, you and I, earlier. Let's talk about what, what's, what's the breaking point for you in a friendship. You know, the, the breaking point for me is not having, like, not having the conversations where we feel uncomfortable because that's, that's why we're friends, right? It's one thing to say, I'm angry at you. I need some time or I need space or I'm not ready to talk about it. And we can keep moving. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very red or die with my friendships um, because not everyone to me is a friend. Some mm-hmm. conocido, but like for me to call you a friend, it's it's a very different level for me because you were saying you mentioned before like part of my familia. So you know, not having the conversation if you are angry or upset. Um, the elephant in the room, like, (laughs) I will always try to like, let's talk about it. But if you want to sweep it under the rug, and then be passive aggressive with me, or fully ghost me like that to me is a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And we got to either pause or stop the friendship. Like, (laughs) you got demoted. (laughs) (laughs) I have a little I have a little notebook. No, no, no. But, like, it, it means that I'm also, like, need to step back until you're ready, if you're ever ready to have the conversation. So it's, yeah, um, because I'm very, very passionate about my relationships. Um, I'm loving, like, that's part of my love language, not just give giving, but um, quality time, mm-hmm. even if it's virtual text messages or whatever. So. Yeah, that's those are the that's the deal breaker for me. I mean, it's a good deal breaker. And I think that is hard. And I think it's hard, right? Like as we grow up and kind of evolve, some of our friends kind of just get stuck in that mode, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where they are passive aggressive, or they don't want to talk about it. And it's just like, but I'm doing the work. Like I'm the one who's going to, like, I want therapy. Like I'm the one who does the worksheet. So like, let me help us. <laughs> Evolve and yes. grow in this relationship. I get, I get it. It can be frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's not that I'm not passive aggressive. I, I am. I'm working on it through therapy. But, but like at least let's have the conversation. Like, what did I do if I did anything so I can make it up to you? Because I deeply love and respect and honor my friendships. Love it. <laughs> Don't say that just in case there are some ex friends that are like she's a bitch too. Uh, <laughs> and you gotta be okay with that. You have to be yeah. okay with not everyone liking you. You know, I, yeah, and and that's hard too. Like that's that's part of growing up and just accepting that that's cool too. Yeah, I very wisely said to one of my former staff members that was talking shit about me, even though. I was giving her every resource and support that I give. I said, I'm okay with being the villain in your story. Girl, that's growth on a whole nother level. <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet. I t- and she looked at me was like, oh, no. And I'm like, I'm fine with it. But I'm here to support you, mm-hmm. but also to have this work happen. So I'm fine being the villain in your story. And it was helpful for the conversation and for our work relationship. And it kind of like turned it around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, being, I'm fine with the villain in someone else's Look at, story. You. I, I, I think yeah. I learned that from the housewives. <laughs> um, so it's not, it's not Paulette deep thoughts. I learn... of what I do in my life from Housewives. Very resourceful. Yes. I love that you put that out there. (laughs) Because if we're not learning from Housewives, who are we learning from? From Jocelyn Hernandez Cabaret. That is my guilty pleasure. So apparently now we're just sharing guilty pleasures. Yes, Jocelyn's Cabaret is definitely mine. 
So is Love After Lockup and Love and Hip Hop. Those are my junk TV shows. It's okay. I embrace it. <laughs> so, question for you, Giovanna. Let's you need to spend $500 in eight hours. What do you do? Are we like talking about fun money or are we talking about like, oh, I'm going to like pay off my like some of my student loan or like, is this like fun money? No, you decide. It's your $500. Okay. Well, if we're being responsible, I'm going to go. Actually, I would invest that money. So I do have some investments in cryptocurrency. I would probably add a little more there. If we're talking about fun money, I'm going to go ahead and get my nails did because I love having my nails done getting a massage but like a really really like the ones with hot stones because you know how that's like a $20 upgrade yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and pay for that upgrade mm -hmm. um and then treat myself to like some bomb ass vegan dinner oh, with some okay. vegan wine I love it okay okay no bad bunny tickets because, like, um, you have to give your ego <laughs> away for that right now. Yeah, right now <laughs> yeah. like, I think minimum two grand, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I wait, I, I did the two hour wait time to get those tickets and sold out, sold out in 30 minutes. Man, damn, bad bunny. Wait, um, wait, how are you like, how are you waiting for these tickets? I don't know. I didn't even try, girl. I didn't, I wasn't even pretending because you have to enter like a wait list when they open the the like you have to go on a wait list and then another wait list to be able to buy them is this all through like Ticketmaster? well no de puerto rico but like oh, no yeah rico. um and never i never got in i tried two days me and my friends we were like all three of us doing it at the same time no kidding conejo hey hey tu tía te llama paula sí, calls herself tu tía tu tía te llama you wild <laughs> you are just wild <laughs> okay. okay my question to you is if you could be any animal whether extinct or not what would you be um, and why I would you know let me see I want to think about something like really deep but um, I'll probably be like a raccoon. No, no, no. I'm sorry. no. <laughs> we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> um, no, I would probably be a butterfly. I want to remind everyone and let everyone know that in high school, I won the science fair, but for my research on the monarch butterfly, okay. um, I even, you know, when, when like, Island-wide, y le gané a mi esposo. Oíste, going to remind everyone that I won. He didn't get first place. I did. Uh, but I love butterflies. I love monarch butterflies. Okay. <laughs> I can talk about monarch butterflies and their um, <laughs> patterns of immigration <laughs> uh, uh, all day. So I would probably be a monarch butterfly and I love them. They're beautiful. I love the transformation. I love their life cycle um, and how they travel all over um, America. So that's, that's what I would choose. So I'm just going to add a bonus question here. Mm. Would you get inked on yourself? A monarch butterfly. If I, you have, I have. I have. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's a wrap for me. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a music note. Oh my God, I did this when I started college. And, uh, Una clave de sol, a music note with monarch wings on my back. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Used to play the violin. Okay, that can be another bonus question later on <laughs> down the show. Yes. I'm learning so much of you. And I'm yeah. like, and yet we talk every day and I didn't know. I know. I had no idea you were inked. This is great. I love it. Yes. So would you be useful in a zombie apocalypse and what can you bring to the table? 
Oh my God. Okay. So we actually talk about this with my mom, right? Because my mom's a big fan of uh, The Walking Dead. Like she's been on it since the jump. And she always- <gasps> she needs to meet my husband because we've even gone to like the Walking Dead con. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has like the signed um, comic books. No, Oy, ¿cómo es que se llama el que tenía la barba roja? I mean, you know, yeah, you know well, whatever. Thing. He yeah. like he has photos and everything. So my mom would them. probably appreciate them one thousand. I'm just like cute story. <laughs> I I don't watch it either. It's yeah, scary. I don't watch it. So she's always like, if the day ever comes, you guys are gonna go without me, and I'm going to take a death pill and just. That's what she says. And I'm like, mom, you have you haven't even tried. She's like, es que yo no hago ejercicio. Ya sabes que yo soy alérgica al agua. And I'm like, first person? of all, you're not allergic to water. You just don't drink enough. Okay. That's why you get headache. <laughs> like, again, the mom episode, I can't wait for it because I feel like we we should actually have an episode about the ridiculousness of what mothers say. Um, because she's a hot mess, I feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's like. Yo no tomo suficiente agua, ya sabes que me mareo, so I would just take a pastilla, and I'm like, no, mom, you have to at least try. So I would try to survive in a zombie apocalypse. I most likely wouldn't get far. How would I contribute? I'd probably contribute as a sacrifice so my dad can make it. Oh, my God. Look at you. <laughs> oh, God. I I'd be like, I have more meat than my dad, so, <laughs> like, I'm buying you more time, Bobby. Like. Get it in. Get that sprint in. Well, my dad, these thighs got me. That's what I'm saying. Well, my dad, like, he's a runner. Like, he's run half, ma- like, I think he's already run three or four half marathons before. Oh, my God. I've only done one. I almost died. Like, that's a whole other story. So, I'm just like, <laughs> again, I'm the plumper one. So, I'm going to buy you time. Sprint that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, mom, mom apparently is just she's calling it quits. <laughs> me too, me too. I I'm with your mom. I'm doing the rep pill. I don't know, like I I can't because the thing is that I would either go from like dying in the first hour to maybe becoming evil and like killing everyone in my path. So I I think I'll yeah. I mean I can see that. I mean that's a very that's a very normal Slytherin in me. Slytherin power. Well, I was gonna say that's very like that's that's a very human response. Like we kind like like low key we saw it not low key high key we saw it happen during COVID. Like there was a toilet paper shortage for how many months because people were just like ravishing and grabbing as much as they could. So yeah, it's fine. It's I get it. I get it. Okay, my turn. If you could choose only one, would you choose money or free time? Oh, okay. Choose one. Money or free time. I'll choose money. Yeah, because with money, you can buy free time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, there was a wrong answer. Okay. Um, I'm like, there's no, there's no, no, there's no question here. Yeah, I think money, it's also because it's not just about me. Like, I will be able to, like, put, invest more money in my kids' 529 plan for their college savings account, do investments, like, take my, um, Roth IRA and my traditional IRA to the max. Go on vacation. Yeah. Like I would. Yeah. You can I hire, would, you can hire help to like wash yeah. your dishes. You can hire a personal assistant. Now you yeah. can go on vacation. Perfect. Yeah. And it, it's something that would impact everyone with time. I just like take time right now if I need to. Like this morning I took a power nap after I dropped the kids at school. I love it. Yeah. So money. Hashtag self-care. Love it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So my question is something similar. Would you rather be rich or famous? Mm. Oh, rich girl. No questions. (laughs) (laughs) No questions asked. Because same thing, right? Like we can do investments, like in a lot of different stuff, right? Like cryptocurrency, Roth IRAs, et cetera. But also with money, you can actually donate to causes the way you need to donate. So like when you were Mm -hmm. talking about like you see a nonprofit, you know, for a while and you 
at, at a point in your time in your career, you just felt that it was fulfilling. But at one point you're just like, this isn't, it's not fulfilling anymore. Mm-hmm. But with money and like a shout out to Rachel Rogers from every, everyone should be a millionaire or every woman should be a millionaire. She talks about the more money you have, the more you're able to actually help your community the way you want to. Right. And like, we see this with Rihanna and Beyonce all the time. Like they're out here being, or, for sure, Beyonce is a billionaire now, and she's able to just like drop five million and help out her community. And that's so much more impactful than like going and serving food on Thanksgiving and a mm-hmm. homeless church. Like she talks about that. And when you put it in that perspective, you're like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Like yeah. it makes a lot more sense to help build my community, make sure that they get the resources and access to resources to help them thrive rather than me sacrifice one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Systemic change, girl. Yes, girl. I love it. Okay. okay. So this, uh, okay. So this is also a fun question. While you are walking, do you listen to music or do you listen to podcasts? Hmm. It depends. It depends on what time. If I go for a walk in the morning, I'm usually doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's more about like get those steps in and move the nalgas. But if I do it at the end of the day or later in the day, I do music because it's like about disconnecting and not I having agree. to think about it. I love that. Um, Very yeah. relatable content. Very relatable. Content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes at 6am cause like I'm going to the gym now mm-hmm. at like 7am and I'll just put on it alpha, honestly, because I'm like, I gotta, it's so fire, fire. Get your blood pumping. Mm-mm-mm. You have to, or like, just get the drive going. Cause like, there's a lot of traffic at 6am. I'm like, oh, people have to go to work. People don't get to work remotely. <laughs> what? Where are you going? Where's everyone going? <laughs> That's me all the time. Why is there a line? <laughs> Why is no one sleeping? <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Question. Go for it. What is that one thing people misjudge about you? Misjudge. Um, this kind of goes back to like the cool common collective question, but I'm thinking, hmm, I'm not sure. I think, I think people are always just like, and it might just be my nature. And I don't know if this is misjudging, but people are always like, oh, she's just so friendly. And I'm like, am I though? Cause I feel like I'm very reserved. Like, I feel like I'm very, like, I, I'll like, if you're my friend, I'll let you in. Like, you know, way too much, like way too much, like blackmail stuff. Um, but I don't know if that's like a bad misjudgment. I just, I just, it's funny to me that people think that I'm like super friendly and I'm like, Bro, I was being really reserved, or like I was just being reserved. So that that's interesting. Are you an introvert or extrovert? That's Mona's question. I am an extra. I'm an introvert at heart, but I'm an extrovert with the ones that I trust. Okay. Okay. And I think, and I think, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm misjudged as being an extrovert 24-7, but that's because I used to be in events. I've mm-hmm. been in event marketing for over 10 years. And I still do and I still do events now. I just do them online. So I think because I'm used to being on a stage, I know how to present, right? Or et cetera, or or can handle that, that I think people just automatically think that I'm an extrovert. And it's just like, no, 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 that like that's camera on. I'm not mm-hmm. like that 24-7. Like that's just way too much energy <laughs> to be on 24-7. Are we both INFJs? What is that? Like the Meyer is it Myers Briggs? Explícamelo, no sé. Oh my god, personality test, you need to do it. I'll send you the oh, link. Oh, I think I did do it. I think I think you had me do it one time. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. could, we probably could be, we probably could be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that it's, it's not that I, it, I'm not even upset about, like, I, it's not something that I have to retrain myself, 
it's just right it's just when people like and when you are like just downtime people are like what's wrong why are you sad and you're like what are you like what are you talking about i'm watching my show <laughs> like, this, like, this is actually me dude <laughs> like, this yeah. is this, like i'm actually abuelita sad is hard <laughs> like you don't see that though yeah okay huh awesome. that makes sense okay so the next question is where do you see your life headed in five years Ooh, let me see. Um, well, a big birthday bash for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. I never celebrate my birthday. This was the first year that I celebrated my birthday, um, because I just cry on my birthday. But like, <laughs> maybe we should bring my therapist to one episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I see myself, um, and on a personal level. Um, probably like living part-time here in Massachusetts and part-time in Puerto Rico. Um, I see myself, um, managing different properties. We want to buy some properties in Puerto Rico, not just for us to have them there, but to, you know, building generational wealth. Passive income. I'm all about it. Yeah. And then, um, writing. You know, I love, I love coaching. I love doing consulting, but I want to do more writing. Um, so hopefully writing more than what I'm writing now. From You're, an amazing. To You're like, an amazing writer. I can't wait for it. To books. So that's and Yeah. And speaking of, you just finished being part of a book. So yes. here we go. Here we go. Yeah. This is like, this is the beginning. Yes. We are expecting minimum a trilogy in five years. <laughs> well, well, damn. Okay. okay. <laughs> no pressure, but a no trilogy. pressure. No pressure. Damn. Okay. No, but you started off great, right? Like you, mm -hmm. like I did you a were, chapter. You've been, you've been part of two books already. So yeah. this is phenomenal. You're I wrote on your chapters. Way. So, you know, now it's, now it's about writing the whole thing. There you go. That's all. And you put it out here in public. So we will be holding you accountable. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, we're a question. Do you shower at night or in the morning? And I'm going to be judging you. <laughs> um, you. I guess it just depends. Like if I go work out in the morning, then I take a shower in the morning. Um, and then if I if we have to work out, like was it yesterday or the day before, because of our schedules, because I go, I go work out with a friend of mine. We both had a gap between two and four. So we literally went to go work out and then I hopped in the shower and then got on a meeting at four. And then, but I think in the wind, like in the winter time, it's usually more towards the night. Um, but yeah, now that, now that we're working out early in the morning, it's probably just going to switch over to the mornings. Okay. Yeah, it's all about that sweat glisten. Like, when are we glistening with sweat and when are we going to take it off? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? And it's up to you. We can You can talk professionally or personally. Okay. If I could change one thing about yourself, you know what? I want to say nothing, but that's a lie. So I would say just, just being open to try a lot of small things. Okay. I get to do that on my business, but I wanted, you know, senior serial entrepreneur and like try different things without without being scared I'm fine with the failure but I have so many ideas that I wish that I did and I just like want to do it mm -hmm. and uh, like it's not even the perfectionism it's like I'm, I get in my head so um that's I wish I could you know change that um, I'm working on it but that's like very embedded with my personality. So I wish, wish I could like step into those brave spaces more. Yeah. But you're doing it and it's like, it's like an everyday work in progress. It's mm -hmm. not like, you're not going to magically get there. 
overnight or even within a few months. It's just, it's continually doing the work. And that's even in like small things within mm -hmm. even your household, right? Like, yeah. Like, I know I can do it this way, but it's cool. Like, I'm just gonna slide. let's <laughs> yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> yes. The table can be moved there. Oh, no. <laughs> Moving the table, then we need to move the mirror. And we... <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, you and my mom would be best friends because this whole, like, let's structure, let's organize. That's all you do. <laughs> I can't wait for the two of you to meet. Yes. Honestly. I need to go to Chicago before really the winter. Um, oh, question. If you had to rename yourself, what name would you choose? You know what? And I'm not like even trying to sound like fake, but I love my name. So where my name came from, my mom actually wanted to call me Giovanni. And my dad was like, uh, you know, we can't call her Giovanni. Like, that's a boy's name. And she was like, oh, I was not aware. So then she's like, but I really like that name. And then that's when my dad actually came up with Yovana. He was like, why don't we just call her Yovana? And then she was like, oh, yeah, I love that name. And then he came up with my middle name, which is Roxana. And that's how it's oh. spelled. And so I always said, if I were to ever have children, I would have my daughter be named Roxana because it's a very, it's kind of like Yovana. Like when I was growing up um, and in Ecuador, everything's made small. So my name was Yovanita for the longest mm -hmm. time. Um, to the point where actually my nieces and nephews call me Yovanita and I'm like, no, like, nota now. <laughs> and so like, it's cute, right? It, it's super cariñoso. And then as I was getting older or when my mom was super pissed and for me to know it, she would call me Bovana. Um, so I was like, Ugh. and then like, it sounds like professional, like it doesn't sound like, so we went from Ita to growing up. And I feel like Roxana, it's the same thing. Like I would be able to call her like Roxy when she, or like even myself, if I were to change my first name to be my middle name, it would be Roxy while I was growing up. Same thing for my daughter. And then Roxana when it was time for her to like be an adult or start adulting. I, lo I like love my full name. If I had to change it, I would just change it to my middle name, TBH. I love that Roxana. Maybe if you were a stripper, you would be Roxy. <laughs> Maybe. I like that. I like that. She'll all have our stripper names. We don't know. <laughs> no, it's I'm, I'm like, mm, could it be my stripper name? <laughs> <laughs> should I? Should I audition for Jocelyn's Cabaret? <laughs> <laughs> I got the name. I got the channel of the show. Like, love it. Love it. I'm you going to the gym. I'm building resistance. Hey, anything can happen. Serial entrepreneurship. So different sources of income. I asked you where you're going to be in five years. I might be at a pool in five years. You know, you got to do what you got to do, man. Whatever well, makes you happy. <laughs> Funny story. I was going to be called Penelope. Okay. And... My dad said we can't call her that because if not, people are going to call her Pene. Shout out to dads, by the way, for like saving our lives. Saving. Gracias. We love them. <laughs> Gracias, papi. <laughs> um, that, that was his legacy, man, before he died. Not calling yeah. me Pene. <laughs> Shout yep. out to them. I believe no, like that's that's gave me a lot of embarrassment growing up. He really did. He really did. Plus, you don't look like a Penelope, though. I don't look like a Pene. No. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Right? I don't look like a Penelope. I don't think oh, so. I don't think you look like a Penelope. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> last question for me. Um, it's if you were to die today, God forbid, how would you want to be remembered? Um, there's, there's many things about me, many facets, but the most important job that I have is being a mom. Um, and I, you know, 
I want to be remembered as Alexandra and Sofia's mom. Like, I was the best mom that I could be. Um, I know, <laughs> you know, don't roll your eyes, listeners. Don't say there's, you know, I know there's many other things that are important and motherhood does not define us as women. But I had a really rough childhood and I've been very intentional and worked really hard and paid for a lot of therapy to be the mom that I am today and to break gener even generational patterns around being Puerto Riqueña, being a woman, being a mom. So that's the most important job that I have. So I want to be remembered as Alexandra and Sofia's mom. I love that. Mm. Don't make me cry, girl. Okay. <laughs> not on the first episode. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'll cry in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so hmm, we've been talking about parents. What is the worst lie you've ever told your parents? Mm. Hot seat. Tell us. We'll have it on video. Though, <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like my parents, they like, and I feel like all parents have this, right? That like, they have the radar, like they already know before you know that you're going to spill out the wrong tea. <laughs> like, they're just waiting to see how extreme you're going to make this story. So I remember one time I didn't come home, right? And like, I didn't come home, I think it was until like eight o'clock in the morning. And oh, shit. yeah, like eight or seven, something like that. And I was like, how am I going to explain this to my parents? How? And so like, I couldn't even like, I couldn't even. And so um, I like, I like, you know, went to sleep. I supposedly went to sleep, but like I could only sleep for like two hours. And like I was tossing, turning, then I woke up and then I like went downstairs to go see my parents and then. It wasn't even, like my dad, like my dad has like always believed in me so much. Again, like shout out to fathers because like he didn't even, like he just wanted to make sure that I had gotten home safe and it was what it was. But obviously my mom was on a whole different page and she's like, <laughs> Me vas a decir que pasó o no? And I was just like, see what had happened was there was an art show and it was true. Like Chicago used to have like these huge, 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 huge art shows that used to be like blocks and they used to, they used to run them if I'm not mistaken to either midnight or like 1 AM. I can't remember. So I had gone to that and um, with, at that time it was my boyfriend and I like ended up sleeping at his house. And like you would swear that like something had happened. Like I put this on my life, nothing had happened. We just literally fell asleep and like forgot to put on the alarm. And so I was like, what had happened? Like, like I like I wish, like I wish I had came home like er like late slash early, like if something were to have happened and it didn't. And so I was just like, see what happened was we went to the art fair and we were sitting waiting for the artists to come out. And since we were just sitting on the grass, we ended up knocking out and we knocked out on the grass and then we woke up at seven and then that's when I came home. That's even and my mom just looked at me. Giovanna, that's like telling your mom you slept in the street. That's worse. Oh my God. I feel like <laughs> my kids are going to do this. <laughs> so then I was just like, yeah. And like, his because his I can't remember if his sister did go with us or didn't but I was like and his sister was with us like if you want to call her call her but obviously like she was me fana we're still fana I was like she was gonna have it back and I was just like but I swear like nothing happened like I promise you nothing happened and my mom looked at me she looked at my dad and she just like was like vete a dormir sueño and I was like okay good night what oh my god I'm already like getting hives because I'm thinking of all the things that I did as a teenager and now having a teenager in high school. No, I can't think about it. <laughs> no, let's go. <laughs> let's go to our community question. <laughs> I like basically opened up a Pandora's box and yeah. like, you're going to have to call your therapist right now and be like, I need a <laughs> therapy session stat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, God. oh my God. Let me check. Let me check where he's really at. No. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing like our parents 
right back then didn't have the technology that they have now mm -hmm. where they could like track us or do this or do that because she would have been like crees que soy boba <laughs> like i know where you i know, I know where you were <laughs> intense girl intense so scary it is scary you told okay. your mommy slept in the street you thought that was a better lie <laughs> yo Wanda, what are you doing I don't even I, you, you know what's funny like she didn't even bother going there because she was just like I can't even handle this lie like just go to like get out of my face, face. Go to bed. yes get out of my face I mm -mm. but my right but my mom would never say something like that so that's why she was like Estás cansada, vete a dormir. <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> good night so we're done with the fun questions now it's the next question um is where can we find you where can we get more info on you um so you can find me everywhere on all your social media platforms <laughs> you can um you can find more information about my business elite media on my website theleadmedia.com and you can find me on instagram Polet Pinero doesn't have an enye, Polet Pinero, and also on LinkedIn uh, with my name, Polet Pinero. How about you, Joanna? I love it. So me and Paulette both already put our IG handles um, on. So you can find me on IG. That's where I'm most consistently at, Giovanna underscore Rosales. You can also find me on LinkedIn with my name, Giovanna Rosales, and also on my brand new fabulous website. Woo Woo building a website is a whole nother ball game um but you can find me at yovanarosales.com awesome so before we wrap up our first episode members from our making leader moves community sent us questions okay. and the first question is for you Giovanna. Oh, okay ali asks how do you build trust in a community that's a great question. Um, I think the reason why I'm a phenomenal community builder and leader is because I'm very transparent um, and I'm very vulnerable. Community is a two-way street. It's where we give and receive. And a lot of times our community members are asking me questions. And just because I'm an expert doesn't mean that I know everything, right? It's just like scientists, like they don't stop discovering things or researching. So there are times that I get asked questions and it, and I'll just be very honest. And I'm like, you know what? Like, great question. I'm not sure about this. Let me go ahead and get back to you. Let me do some research. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. And, you know, just being vulnerable and being honest, letting them know like, hey, I don't know this, but I am willing and able to grow and do the work for my community, I think is what makes what makes a community leader a, a great community leader. And I think also for me personally, is, is it for me, community, community building is culture. Like in my family, it took a village to raise me and my brother, right? It wasn't just me and my mom, like my primos lived down the street and they still do. Like my nieces and nephews live four blocks down the street. We live on the same street, <laughs> just four blocks down. <laughs> so it takes a village. And I think knowing that and growing up with that and already having that nurture and nature, if you will, because for me, it's not nature versus nurture. I think it's like both of them. Oh. I think that's also what makes me a great community leader because by nature, I know what it takes to quote unquote run a household. But, but in order for you to run a house efficiently, that takes nurturing. Mm, I love that. That's awesome. Okay, let's see. What do we have for you? Okay, Paulette. The question is, what is your key to consistency? My key to consistency is planning. Planning things ahead. Um, so that's number one. Uh, you know, finding the, the planner or the system that works for you, whether that's online google calendar an agenda printed post-it notes um having a system that not only allows you to organize yourself but that you're able to plan things in advance because 
consistency to me is not just about doing the same thing or having a plan for everything. It's also you can be consistent when you're able to disconnect to do the other things that you love. And planning gives me that. Uh, Before I wrap up my week every Friday, I take 30 minutes to create my to-do list for the next week. Oh, I love that. So I am able to disconnect once I'm done. I'm not going back and forth, going back to my email, going back to things. Consistency requires planning so you are able to not feel burned out or not feel overwhelmed to do the work. And it allows you to be creative. I make sure that I um, block creative space where mm-hmm. I can bounce ideas with myself. Or like I use my sliding door with dry erase markers right. and write there and then wipe it off. Um, I do a lot of my programs and planning and even strategic plans on these doors. I love that. Yes. Uh, with dry erase markers. Um So if you want to be consistent, whether it's with social media content or how you manage staff or meetings or things at home, I make sure that, you know, we, my husband and I meet every Sunday and go over our calendars and our budgets. And I'm really good at making sure that I'm prepared for that. And I'm consistent because I plan it ahead. My husband's still working on it. Um, Some of us need more help and push than others. <laughs> I, I bring that strength to our family. He brings many other strengths. Uh, but that's what keep helps me keep it consistent. And we work together. And, uh, you know, if I don't do something, it's because I didn't plan it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't intentional about that consistency. I wasn't intentional because we tend to think of, the, the final goal. So like, yes, I want to post on social media three times a week, I'm going to do my content, but like, we don't plan the time to be creative. Like, what are the things that you need to do to be able to reach that goal, which is time to be creative? Um, do I want to start with the image or the copy? Do I want to check like, what are the events or like, what are the holidays that we're celebrating this month? What are the other factors that I need to consider? What goes in the social media? or the group, or yeah. uh, the podcast now. Um, so yeah, good good planning. And then trying different things to find out what planning systems or tools work for you and, and then sticking to it. You're actually the second person within the past two weeks who have talked about dry erase board. I went on a um, actual cafecito networking um, not too, like two weeks ago on a Sunday. And he told me that he actually keeps a dry erase board in the bathroom because, and this is like true, like this is actual stats that when you're in the shower, because you're so relaxed, that's when your most genius ideas come Mm -hmm. through. Or like, as you're stepping out of the shower is when you like your most, uh, creative ideas come through. So he keeps a dry erase board. So that way, like when he's in the shower and like all this is coming, like all this is coming to his head, he literally gets out of the shower, wraps the towel and just starts going at it on the dry erase board. And I was like, borderline genius. Yes. And then you told me right now about your dry, your, your erase markers. And I'm like, okay, I FOMO now for sure. <laughs> I need to go to a five below and go get me a dry erase board. Oh, a five below life. I love five below. Well, we're getting some stuff for camping, like flashlights, batteries, mm-hmm. and everything at five below this week or tomorrow. So I'm just gonna get my dry erase board and call it a day. I do voice notes on my phone in the when I'm taking a shower. Ooh, that's actually vomit my ideas. Yeah, I I don't know about you, but like I get very creative when I'm taking a shower. I don't know if well, it's you, like well, you're a very localito that's like hanging in the shower yeah oh i love <laughs> you yes hanging but from yeah. the shower it's my favorite mm-hmm. it, that's like my that's like my like my splurge of self-care to myself every week <laughs> Calito. yeah buying and lavender and just have it hanging 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not that, I'm not as, I, I like, I know I'm not, I can be creative in certain aspects, but like creativeness is not my forte when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's funny that you mentioned that and the person that I had networked is also a creative. So I was mm -hmm. like, maybe I should try this and let's yes. see where this creative boat goes. Cool. I love it. Well, Allie and Laura, thank you for sending us your questions. We are wrapping up our show today. We have an amazing, amazing season where we'll talk with some of our favorite podcast, Latina podcasters, exactly. um, some of our favorite leaders and jefas, um, folks that we love, that we work with getting to know new people. We're going to talk about motherhood and perfectionism and Latina equal pay day and mental health, money. Season one is going to be amazing. So you'll ready get, for it. Yes, you'll get to know us a bit more. Um, and please don't forget to leave a review. Cinco estrellitas, por favor. Five stars. <laughs> And join the online community Making Leader Moves on Facebook. If you have a question for the show, send us your questions to makingleadermoves at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us today and see you next week. Ciao, everyone. Thanks for spending your time with us. Bye.